and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. What? <sighs> Nothing. <laughs> oh, you're just going to sigh. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> well, sigh. Well, I think what we need to start with is something that we promised. What was that? But we didn't follow through with last week. What? Oh, money plane. And that is our, our our discussion of money plane. Oh man, we did. We, you know what? I don't know how we got not talking about. Well, we watched so much shit. We um, did the other day. You well, know, that, like hot. that weekend, and there's been a lot of stuff that was just kind of flying around that we were watching, and uh, I completely forgot about money plane. Money plane, which is uh, disappointing. Did we talk to explain the premise? I mean, other than just the stupid... I think maybe like a couple episodes ago, but it, I mean, it's not like it's such a hard premise that we can't explain well, it again. Plot synopsis is, I'm just going to use the actor's names. Edge, mm. WWE wrestler Edge is... Has friends. He is like 40 bajillion dollars in debt. Something crazy, yeah. Because through, through poker or through something or through stealing stuff, but well, like... Hold uh, on. Edge... Uh-huh. WWE superstar Edge uh-huh. is the head, the lead guy in a team that does like heists. So yeah. he's basically a criminal and he steals things. He used to be in the Air Force uh-huh. or uh-huh. something. He was in the Air Force with Thomas Jane. Mm-hmm. But now he's not. Then he got addicted to poker or something and is somehow the entire <laughs> GDP of America in debt through poker or something. Kelsey Grammer. Bought all that debt. Yeah. So now Edge works for Kelsey Grammer, and Kelsey Grammer wants him to steal stuff. He he wanted him to steal a painting, but that painting wasn't there. <laughs> so then he was like, hey, Edge, you didn't get my painting. Money plane. So that's basically like how we get to money plane. It's like you, Edge, you, other dudes, and girl. Money plane. Money plane. Mine. Yeah. I want the money on the money plane, and then your debt, your bajillion, cotillion dollars is forgiven. I think I, we're not real clear about how that is forgiven or not. Because Edge is like, I want to forgive forgiven. And Kelsey Grammer's probably kind of like, nah, smoke cigar. Like he doesn't really ever smokes smokes cigar and uses a gigantic ashtray. <laughs> he doesn't really ever say, "I'll forgive your debt." Does he? Not I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember him being like, "Motherfucking money play, alligators, fucking dudes." And you know, he was only on set for like one day. He filmed all of his shit in one day. Oh yeah, no, he didn't. Yeah, he they, they, I think everybody was invited to one house. And they just filmed people's like ed, like certain scenes with Edge <laughs> and his wife and uh, Denise Richards and like it was all just in one house. Just like hey, it was, or maybe it was uh, a friend of the Lawrence brothers. Oh yeah, maybe it was a Lawrence house. Ooh, a, Laura, a Lawrence house. It was a Lawrence house. <laughs> I mean, that's so. Shit. There's a excuse me on your left is the Lawrence house where uh, Money Plane was filmed. I'm gonna think that they probably could have filmed that all in one house, like in a basement or something. I, I, could, I think you probably do it. You, you I could, honestly, I don't think that shoot went over two weeks. No, no, no. it was a very efficient, oh, a yeah. very efficient suit because because everybody was like, you got me for one, you got me for two days, and then I and then I have to go do something else. Is that why Edge was sitting most of this movie? Yes. Yeah, Edge was Edge was Edge was making sure he didn't get hurt, you know, because he just came back. He, he just came back. He did get hurt again, but he came back. So I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he had to have been. Money playing. Yeah, the film was probably done already before he came back to uh, to summer or uh, Rumble. Rumble. I agree. <laughs> you have been a great scene because there's a there's a Kelsey Grammer is known as Oscar Grouch the Third. No, it's a Oscar Grouch. It's 
something else grouch. He's, it doesn't matter. He calls himself the Rumble. But he calls himself the Rumble. You know, great. At one point, he's just talking to Edge, and he just puts on like like a crown. He goes, "Hey, Edge, I'm the Royal Rumble." Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just cut the money plane. So Kelsey Grammer is like gives that great speech, which everybody's seen the preview of, and if you haven't, I, I recommend it. Where he's like, "You want to see a dude fucking an alligator? Money plane." And so for some, I don't know why they have to rob it in the air. I don't know why you can't just wait for it to land. Wait till all the, the bad motherfuckers get off. You got to like put fuel and shit in it. Like people got to clean it. You got to restock it. There's a lot of booze on that plane. Somebody's got to bring it in. You would assume that would be the best time to rob money plane. But no, not in this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie, we do it in the air. We do it live. We do. We do it live. We do it live. Fuck. But basically all you need to know is that Edge has to, Edge and his crew has to go steal shit on a money plane. Well, they also have like edges on there with his team and they all like the one. The baddest motherfuckers on the planet. What his team were the people on the plane. The people on the plane. Ah, that's debatable. Well, that's what Kelsey Grammer says. Remember, he says the baddest motherfuckers on the planet. They're all supposed to be these evil dudes. Maybe he maybe he read a cut. Maybe he read a, a like a list like that a, was like a leaflet. Yeah, but yeah, but maybe it was like a leaf where it's like, oh man, baddest motherfuckers playing Mike Tyson and fucking uh, <laughs> Mike Tyson is your number one baddest well, motherfucker. He's known as the baddest man on the planet. Oh, I was thinking actual. Well, I mean, Mike Tyson is an actual criminal. Yeah. But I was thinking like, if I were gonna make a list of criminals, Mike Tyson and the worst criminals, Mike Tyson wouldn't even crack well, he my didn't top. He specified criminals, did he? That's who the baddest motherfuckers on the planet no, are. But they just mean motherfuckers. No, 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 no. They're all criminals. Remember, Edge is like a fucking. He's posing as a he, sex trafficker. Yeah. And the other guy's a weapons trafficker. Like all of these guys are real bad. They're dudes. all traffickers. They're all bad people. They're not just like bad motherfuckers. They're literally bad people. Did you miss that part? I just assumed they were just. It could. It could just be a blanket term. No, no, no. This is very specific. Everybody Mike on Tyson this- would, would be welcome on Muddy Plane. Oh, he would be. But I'm just saying, if you're going to make a list of the worst criminals on the planet alive today, Mike Tyson really shouldn't even cr- like crack your top like 200. Well, who else would be on there? Who are we talking like Jeffrey Epstein? That's def- yeah. He's definitely a Muddy Plane guy. Oh, he see, there you go. Jeffrey Epstein, 100% <laughs> on Muddy Plane. Saddam Hussein would have been on Muddy Plane. Trump, on money play. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> it would be funny if, like, at one point they just open a door and it's just somebody with, like, a Trump mask and then, like, a... Like a, <laughs> like a rubber one? Yeah, like a, a rubber one. one. It's like, oh, man, it's a bad motherfucker. They could have just got... What's that comedian who does that impression? Oh, Anthony... Oh, I forgot his name. Yeah, it's something... Or they yeah. could have gotten from Drag Race Season 1 uh, UK edition, The Vivian. She does a fantastic Donald Trump. Oh, does she? Yeah, she did. She won Snatch Game with it. Oh. Well, they should they should bring her on. They should, where, China. Where, where, where was where's her where's her where's her credit? <laughs> right, they could have totally brought her on. That would have been great. Yeah, but the baddest motherfuckers on the planet. But the baddest motherfuckers include a guy that looks like Paul Tompkins, uh-huh. who is also a sex trafficker. Sure, and tries to like get in with Edge. He's like, "Hey, man, sex trafficking. All right." Yeah, we do the same thing. He's like, we do the same thing. So, like, you remember it's that? It's like one? going to a conference. Do you, do you remember that one traffic we did? <laughs> The other, you, yeah, I do know so and so. Well, see, Edge is posing as a, tra- a sex trafficker that only works online, so no one's ever seen him. But somehow, the lady on their crew killed the real guy. Wait, like yeah. before the money? Yes, plane? yes, before the money played. That's why Edge can impersonate him, not worry he's gonna that he's gonna be there. So they, so so they wait. So I thought they were just doing. Did heights. you not watch Money Plane? No, I didn't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what her deal I don't is. I know so much about Money Plane. 
Because I paid attention. Oh. <laughs> I just assumed it was like – because the only parts I, – I remember bits and pieces of it. It's kind of like how I watch TV in general. Yeah, you were playing your game. I was uh, – I was playing Switch, but it was I also was paid. crocheting a blanket, which gives me much more brain power to pay attention to what's going on in important movies such as Money Plane. Because you can kind of just put crochet on autopilot. No, I was playing uh, – trying to play secret of mana or some shit right and, which is uh, why you've missed all of these important details about money plane i mean i, got I don't know if we of, can have this discussion i if got we, the if gist of go it watch it I, I can tell you this i can tell you this after posting a picture of <laughs> on my instagram of of uh of uh kelsey grammar smoking a gigantic cigar in a gigantic ashtray it really is a big ashtray i i tagged i went hashtag money plane and one of the producers commented on my post to be like yeah it's those so-and-so cigars man pretty cool because i didn't beat the movie up in my post i'm not gonna do that because i understand people work hard on things yeah i mean of course everybody who showed up to that production worked really freaking hard yeah so so many people got paid whatever it's great but see here's the thing also and i'm i yeah so not only did he respond to it but also the girl that played edge's daughter also liked what, my the post. little girl the little girl oh the she, teenager oh shit was well, she a teenager? Well, she, well she's like you know 12 i mean 12 okay, year old 12. kids have fucking instagram accounts. of course they do no so i think money plane is absolute trash oh yes yeah, and it is ridiculous i'm not debating that no no However, I am not saying that is a bad thing. And I'm going to say the reason shit like that gets made is because of people like me. Because I guarantee you if I was a producer, uh, fucking just working an actor, whatever, and somebody came to me and said a director and they were like, here's a script called Money Plane. I'd be like, I fucking sign up for that script because that looks ridiculous. And that is how shit gets made is because people like me are like. Yes, please. Money Plane's also the kind of thing where if it was a script that I was reading, like if I was doing coverage for like... I would totally recommend it. I'd be like, this is the dumbest script I've ever read. I don't know. I probably... I I would take it too seriously and be like, well, this, that, the other thing. I don't know if I'd recommend this. Well, I probably wouldn't actually recommend it, but I want to. If I was still working for WWE Studios, I'd have to recommend a wrestler, so I'd probably recommend Edge to play that. Well, that would have been a good call. Which is probably a good play it, yeah, because I used to have to do that. Joey Lawrence is in it with some real weird hair. Yeah, uh, what's wrong with that? Did there's he... also a, like some odd ADR shit going on in there uh-huh. um, in a couple places. There's uh, people who fire guns on an airplane. Yeah, which, that's always a bad idea. Bad idea. And the airplane has stairs in it. Well, it's a big plane. Actually, it does that outside funny outside? It does look that big. Right, it just looks like a regular. I, I assumed it was some sort of like regular jet, but apparently it's much larger. Yeah, there's, um, well, there's, there's like room, there's like cabins in it. The, like there's like cabins. Like it, there's like edge is flying it trying to like let bitcoin download into like the shittiest old satellite i've ever seen in my life they also do the 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 daytime for nighttime thing which i hate in movies by the way because it looks bad and then kelsey Grammer dies we don't don't know oh he died well he died but he didn't die if, if we're continuing the extended universe you know, if we're writing the stuff in between before we get to the Money Pain 2, you know, if we're writing the comics in between those things. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, which, which I would definitely read on the show if somebody oh, yeah. was like, if, if Image Comics was like, you know, we're doing a Money Plane miniseries. I'd be like, I'm in. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we would have to talk about the death of the rumble. Um, but two things, two things that I yeah. want to get out, get out because, first of all, which is the Lawrence? So it wasn't Joe. I know Joey. The was one it with Matthew? The mustache? I don't know. The only Lawrence I know is... I think it's is, Matthew Lawrence. I realize there are three Lawrences. I think there's one more of, than that. There's four. Maybe four. 
They're like fucking Hemsworths. There's so many of them. Yeah, they were the OG Hemsworths. Yeah, so Joey is like the concierge dude who like basically runs the money plane. Uh One of the other Lawrences is the director. One's a director. One's Joey. There's the guy with the mustache who wants to play Russian roulette who I also think is the director. No. Andy Lawrence is a director. And Andy Lawrence is the guy that played the tech guy. Okay, there's a tech guy. But he was also well, – wait. One's a director who's also in no, the movie. No, that's a de- – god damn it. I, don't, I, I can look this up. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> One of the Lawrences. So I'm assuming I think it's Matthew. Sure, whatever. What? I don't know which Lawrence. You could, I'm, I'm you, could, you could tell me it's Groucho Lawrence, and I would agree Groucho with you because Lawrence. I don't fucking know. <laughs> so Groucho Lawrence, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, famed actor Groucho Lawrence. Shep. Shep. <laughs> Shep Lawrence. Shep. Shep so Lawrence. He's playing a guy. So I guess he's a, being a bad motherfucker. I guess he's like a, he's like a, I don't know what his bad motherfuckerness is, but he's just wearing a cowboy hat. I don't think he has a technical bad motherfuckerness. Right. Well, he's, he's just, just on, there. But he's just there and he's got, and, and think about the, the Lawrence, uh, I was going to say Matthew Lawrence, I'm saying is he's like a, he looks like, he's always like one of those guys that like, you're just looking at him and you're like, okay, I know you're like 30. Yeah. You know, you're, you're in your, you know, you're approaching 30, 32, whatever, but you always look like a little boy. Ah, uh, yes. And he's got like this hat on, his mustache on, and the mustache is so like Yo- Yosemite Sam. And so bad. It's like really bad. And he, he plays. Like, well, first of all, he looks like, he looks like a boy yeah. cosplaying as a, as a, as a, thing no. as, as a cowboy and he also looks like charlie as hoss boss hot event hoss bot yes he does and the other thing he's doing in this role is he's playing this cowboy like that cowboy from the simpsons <laughs> do you know the old cowboy who's always like like shoot his guns like you know which way which he, one is that? He's an old guy in a white suit. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, that is how he is playing this I was thinking character about this. I was thinking about the, the, I was thinking about the episode where, where Bart gets into uh, Westerns again, and there's that old Western actor that... Oh, uh, no, no. This is just like that random, like, cowboy well, who shows yeah. up to shoot guns every once in a while. Although that... I'm just for just the thing. I remember that in that episode, there's at the end of it, like, because Bart get, tries to, like, make friends with whatever, just... It's whatever runs his course. And, yeah. like, at the end of it, the... You know, they're parting ways and the cowboy, the, the cowboy's like, Bart, never contact me again. And he's just <laughs> right, he just rides away or whatever. That's right, I remember that. That Lawrence brother is just like Yosemite Sam, Cowboy Simpsons. Uh-huh. And he want, really, really loves Russian roulette to the point where he just, it's he a wants debate. wants to play Russian roulette on a plane. And there's an overly long scene about who's going to play first, Edge's buddy or this guy. And it's overly long. And he's like, basically, he turns into that fucking SNL Juggalo parody where he's like, I can't die. And then he shoots his own head off. <laughs> ass Dan. Just, he turns into ass, ass Dan the Cowboy. He turns into Ass Dan. Yeah. I'm going to live forever. forever. <laughs> and he, forever. he dies. And everybody gets their, some lady gets her face splattered with blood. And, and, and you're like, you just fucking shot a gun in a pressurized Airplane. Yeah, but all, most of it went through. Well, I don't know. Both Paul could still go through your head because he shot yeah. up through his neck. They should all be dead. There's that scene, and then the other one I want to talk about is Edge. <laughs> I'm trying to think what movie this happens in, but it's like so. Like Edge's duty is to take over the cockpit and like steer it over a certain period place, so uh, they can download Bitcoin. So, so the 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 Lawrence on the ground. Uh, can download Bitcoin. 
Yeah, apparently you can only get this Bitcoin on this plane. And I don't know much about it. I'm going to say, I don't know anything about Bitcoin, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't physically exist in one spot. Right. No, it's true. I don't know. Maybe there's a flash drive. I don't know. Well, I figured that's pretty much what they try to do is they're just like, we got like, like hard drives. We're just going to put it on this hard drive. See, then why are you downloading it? Shove it in your fucking backpack. Yeah. Because they're, the whole thing is they're going to parachute anyway. So like they're going to parachute out of the plane. Yeah. So if you're going to steal the Bitcoin, can't you just take whatever thing it's located on? But I don't, I don't know. Again, I don't know how Bitcoin works. There's that part where Edge has to get into the, the Oh, and I do not want to know how Bitcoin works. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, don't tell me. Don't tell us. Don't we tell don't, me. We, I don't care. I, no. There's a, so Edge has to get into the cockpit. So they do a thing where the girl who's dressed as a stewardess does like a, like a sexy meal presentation or whatever. And then they open the door and Edge like beats up the pilot. Does he beat up the pilot or does he kill the pilot? Because there's does a lot. Because the. There's another dude who they definitely kill, and they throw him in the same bathroom as the pilot. Oh, so like, is that get... just a body bathroom? Yeah. Okay. So, well, yeah. So they kill. It's okay. So he kills that pilot, but then it's like that thing where you don't realize that there's a co-pilot, and he walks right. in, and the co-pilot is just like this big redhead guy just beating the shit out of Edge constantly. It feel that feel like that one drags on too. It's oh. just like they're just beating the shit out of this guy. Yeah, and he's just like this big burly dude. I don't know. It was fun to watch. I would recommend, you know, renting it. I wouldn't buy it, but I would definitely rent it. Money plane. I guess let's take a break and we'll come back with our book for this week. In a world filled with movie themed podcasts, thousands speak their minds, shouting their opinions into the void. Into this terrifying world of sound and noise, a new podcast about movies dares to raise its head. Appearing on the Longbox Crusade Network, in association with Jeffner Present, it is the era of monthly Monday movie muckabout. Listen as people are challenged to see films that they have missed or failed to see. Hear their new appreciation for films from years past. Experience the discussions of film fans. Is the world ready for monthly Monday movie muckabout? Yes. Yes, it is. And cut. Perfect, Jeff. Great. So when are we going to start this show? Um, just me. This is my new show. I thought we talked about this. Uh, then why am I doing your promo? Because in reality, I'm an egotistical puppet master that uses people for his own profit and fame. Huh. Eh, fair enough. Da-da-da-da, monthly Monday movie muck about, watch a movie with me. All right, we're back here in our worst collection ever with our book for this week. It is Route 666, number three. From September 2002, yet another selection from our uh, pile of comics from Mile High Comics that we purchased as a quarantine special. This is a cross-gen comics book, and I did a little bit of research. Cross-gen was like this indie label started by a guy. Chuds? Yeah, by Chuds. It was uh, underground, underground, and like by super underground. Uh-huh. Um, and it was started by a guy who was in charge. I had like a he was in charge of or did had something with this thing called Megacon, which is in Orlando. There was like a universe. Certain there was a certain selection of books that were set in this universe called the Sigil universe, and every Sigil or like a sign, like a sign 
or some sort of brand like each of there's it was based on like each of these characters that had this brand that gave them special powers mm-hmm. and then they had like offshoots of that then they occasionally also did stuff that was outside of that and eventually this was around i think like 99ish and then it wrapped it got went bankrupt in 2004 disney bought it they bought it for like a million bucks which probably was like way more money than any of this stuff would be worth oh 100% i guess they were trying to fold it into the marvel stuff uh-huh and they did run a few comics like a few of their characters were out there it's kind of like the malibu comics kind of thing with marvel um but it the interest really wasn't there so they haven't really they've really done much with it since like maybe like 2012ish Mm-hmm. So, uh, but this was the uh, first generation of these books. So, on the back here, it says "Surf Cow" and comics. But on cow the, is an acronym. And the comic, and yeah, the 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 acronym for cow stands for comics on the web. I guess CrossGen was like the first or one of the first companies to offer digital comics through their website. Like oh, full like libraries okay. and stuff that you could be able to look at. And this is like 2002. That being said, uh, we will do this one called Route 666. And it involves a girl, Cassie. Basically, the premise of this book is this girl, Cat. So it's this is on a planet that is like Earth, but it's not Earth. Hmm. So everything is kind of named, is named differently, obviously, but it basically might as well just be Earth. Okay. It's sort of set in the 50s-ish ideal setting for, you know, America and stuff like that. Okay. The girl, the main character, Cassie, she has this power to see the dead. At one point, she talks to a former, they mention in here about it, but there she talks to a former teammate on her gymnastics team that died via some sort of final destination bullshit. And then as that's also happening, she also runs into like these black demon monsters, mm-hmm. these demon monsters that show up. Yeah. They, um, you know, ghost. Yeah. The movie ghost where like the shadows like come out and grab, that's what these things look like. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's what I'm saying. When you're, when you're a bad dude, the shadows are there. Yeah. They pull you down into the H E double hockey sticks. So, she uh so she's doing with that and so she tries to get help and she gets she's in college but she gets like committed to the to like some sort of sanitarium but the sanitarium is crooked and we're kind of picking up where that's all happening mm-hmm. so we'll start off with the cover here we got Cassie wearing her varsity jacket and she's looking behind us as she's about to board a bus the bus has a bus driver that looks like a zombie. Sure. And it reminds me of that video. But none of that matters to this book. None of that matters to this book. It only matters to me in my recollection of the video from Criss Cross for the song, I Miss the Bus. Okay. And there's a, a bot, like a, a it's kind of like, I can't, I have trouble watching it. It's kind of like thriller for me. It's a little weird and it makes me uncomfortable. There's like that one and also the Unforgiven video by Metallica. Okay. Those are like three videos I can't watch. I could probably watch. I could probably Wait, watch. Unforgiven, Criss Cross, and what is the other one? Uh, thriller. Oh, Thriller. Why can't you watch Thriller? I don't know. I think actually I, now I can watch Thriller. Oh, my God. If you want, it's so obviously makeup. 
I know, but I mean, when I was a kid, though, I couldn't. Oh, I, I thought it was great. I you know, but I was I'm younger. a fucked up kid, so. Yeah, but I I, I can handle Thriller now because I, I watch a lot one, more ridiculous stuff. Yeah, I was the one who stole that album from my dad when it first came out, put it in my Fisher Price uh, cassette player, and would just replay the Vincent Price part over and over again in the dark. That was me as a child. <laughs> I like that. That's what I used to do. Yeah. I uh, should have known then that I was going to be real fucked up. <laughs> so we, yeah, no, that's how it ended up. So we start off, there's a, on the inside cover here, there's a, a, a letter from Cassie to this doctor. She is trying to get transferred out of, transferred out of the sanitarium. There's these little postcard things. One is which something's happening to her, which her eyes are glowing. Yeah. And then there's also werewolves. And then there's also uh, Dr. Melacuar. I'm just going to call him Tobias because he looks like Tobias. He does look like Tobias, yeah. Uh, Tobias, who is biting into the neck of this Dr. Waterman who's there supposed to... Tobias help. from Arrested Development. So, yeah, Tobias from Funke. We start off with Tobias biting the neck of this doctor. How, how this actually ends up happening where, like, you're just standing there and a dude... I think he has, like, sharp teeth, but it always fascinates me, like, zombies are so good at... But he's not a zombie. He's not a zombie. He's just a creepy dude. Yeah. And uh, But it always fascinates me because the zombies have the same teeth as this dude as this dude would. and Or just a regular dude. But they manage to, like, bite into skulls and into necks very easily. Well, I don't know. Maybe your neck skin's really thin. I don't know how neck skin works. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like... Because it, it's really hard to bite through... I don't think it's as hard as you think because a lot but to of times... But to get meat. Well, I mean, there's a lot of, like, criminal cases and stuff that are somewhat solved because, you know, they find the victim and they have a fucking bite mark on them that's deep enough that they can take dental impressions and match them up with people's teeth. So, I mean, you could, if you bit hard enough, probably take off a chunk. Yeah. Well, that's that would be a real hard... It would be really hard to do. Yeah. I think it would be hard to do. The comics in movies always make it seem like it would be very easy. It always looks like you're biting into a pizza... Is it cheese on a pizza? Yeah, or like a really ripe something. You're just like, oh. So we start with... Tobias. Tobias biting this Biting doctor. this dude's neck, and, and it's quite graphic. There's a lot of blood. Yeah, I so... Mean, he's biting the he jugular, like, he, so... He I rips mean, out the jugular. Yeah, he so kills this dude. He kills this dude. And this guy falls onto... Cassie. Cassie. And she's like, oh my God, what just happened? And of course, he dies on top of her. So she's kind of pinned down by this dead weight. And then Tobias is like, well, you just need to wait a second, because something's going to happen. Yeah. And that's when we see this doctor whatever his name is uh his waterman waterman his spirit rises up out of his body and he starts talking to tobias he's like oh my god i didn't believe you and and now i believe you that ghosts are real oh my god and that's when these like shadow guys come in these and they're coming for him kind of like in ghost they're but this is just for everybody. I'm it's not actually, just for bad people. I'm actually looking here. They kind of look like, you know, spy versus spy. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of what they look like. Yeah. They look like the, the black, the black spies. Yeah. Yeah. With, so, like, with like the pointy. They look like Jack Skellington, but like black. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they got little hats. Yeah. And so they show up to drag this uh, doctor ghost into hell or wherever it is. Right. The ghosts are like, hey, by the way, uh, we need that girl. Yeah. You know, we're trying to get that girl on the dot. And, you know, Tobias is like, 
you know, he's like, look, uh, you know, I'm, I still have to like do like experiments and shit on her. Mm -hmm. And the, yeah, he wants to like cut her brain open or something because she can see dead people. So he's trying to like figure, you know, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. So can he, I don't know if there's something before this where like he did some sort of experiment that allows him to see dead people. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, he's got, he's, he's in with these, these, uh, skeleton ghosts. Yeah. He's like, all right, well, it's time for us to to do this thing. But first, let's get rid of this dead body. So I got to call the cops. But also, too, at one point, uh, Tobias calls one of these ghosts, uh, Chairman Suvarov, which plays into this other uh, this outside narrative thing going on in the world where uh, communism is, you know, bringing is kind of making its way through the world or whatever uh-huh. and the russians are involved but it's not russia it's like a different country that's a made-up country and the russians uh so it's, i don't know if one of these goats like if the russian communists are also skeleton ghosts or something because why mm-hmm. would you address one like that i don't know it's very it's it doesn't really make sense sure uh, so so sobias is like all right well i'm gonna call the cops get you uh arrested or something I, I thought he wanted to keep her around but i guess he's just gonna call the cops and yeah something's gonna he's happen. gonna call the cops and i don't know then experiment on her i don't know but so she's gonna call the cops but she grabs his pen uh-huh. while he's distracted then when he looks back at her she drives this pen through his eye socket yeah which is kind of great because she first she stabs in his eye socket and then she hits it with like the heel of her hand. So it goes all the way in yep. and dude dies. And of course, so then she just like goes over to the first dead guy and like takes his wallet, kind of takes some money and stuff. And she's like, I know that if you were still alive, you would help me. I'm really sorry about this. We're missing the part here, too, where she pulls out one of those uh, stun sticks from Dem- Demolition Man. Oh, that's right. Man. She had that before. Yeah, she had that before. She tried to, like, interrupt before with that. And she came in just as the doctor was getting uh, neck meated. Yeah. And uh, this is where she takes the, the stick and shoves it through uh, Tobias's mouth. Yeah, which um, is great. But this is also too the thing. I guess like you know the whole thing about the teeth. Like he's got like these jagged. Oh, he teeth. has like fangy. Teeth. He has like, these oh, weird yeah, like fang. He has like a fang mouth. But like yeah, yeah, fang mouth. Yeah. So, so she, she like runs off. She hits the road. We eventually catch up with her uh, at a diner in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of like nowhere. It's like a Texas area or sure. something like that. Somewhere in the southwest. Yeah. We're, we're introduced to Miguel. He's like the dish guy, the the bus the no the dishwasher guy. Yeah, but he's, he's like a kid. He's he's a key teenager and his kid. He's, he's the, the son, son of the cop. He's the son of the police chief or whatever. Police the cop. chief or sheriff or whoever the fuck. Yeah. What's what's his name? I don't remember. God damn it. Because I just I just read the thing. It'll. I think it, he, they say it again because they'll be like, oh, sheriff. Because it starts with somebody being like, hey, uh, sheriff is or police or whatever is coming to get his his lunch. Cisco. Uh, yeah. Sheriff uh, Cisco. Sheriff Cisco is coming to get his lunch. And it's just like kind of the day to day about like, you know, who's in this diner. You have a waitress. You have like the dudes who are sitting there have being nosy and loud. And then she gets off the bus in front of this diner and she comes in to use the payphone. So all of this is kind of happening at the same time. It's kind of like the normal like diner stuff in the back. We see Miguel like talking to the waitress. We're waiting for the cop to show up and she's going to call her mom. We also hear the TV in the background. Yeah, we hear the TV, and TV's reporting on the the murder. Yeah, what happened? And they be they're very adamant. The, the, the report is like, yeah, by the way, it's this girl 
Yeah. You know, who... Well, not yet. So it's just like regular stuff. And then if you turn the page. Yeah. But also, there's also a thing, too, with uh, Miguel and... Yeah, Mi- Miguel has a, well, a truck that the sheriff is like, did you fix it yet? It's a stick. I'm trying to think it, what it's a stick shift. Stick shift. Yeah, so, it's a manual transmission. And he's like, yeah. oh, he has a stick. He's like, did you fix it yet? And he's like, nah. There's a real exposition here through this report. And it tells you about how the girl, you know, how Cassie was a gymnastic star. And the, the gymnastic star died under mysterious circumstances. But apparently it was like a, a chain of events caused by her, by Cassie fucking up on the beam. Sure. So it's like a, that's why it's like a Final Destination kind of thing. Yeah. Actually, I think that, that that does happen in a Final Destination movie. I, it's the one I sure. haven't seen yet. Uh, well, it also says like what school she went to, and of course she's wearing like a Letterman's jacket. Yep. So that has the name of the school on it. So she sees the cop, and she's like, "Well, if I just walk out, it'll be fine." The cop sees her. We're hearing this stuff on the TV. Well, I feel like she was already planning on doing what she does here, where she. Well, gets I don't a- think she was going to do this because he wasn't there when she got there. I think she's going to call her mom and like, but she hears. No, no, planning on doing this when she's walking out the door because she she sees the cop. Yeah, yeah. As soon as she sees the cop, she's out. And so she walks out the door. He's putting the pieces together. He sees this girl he's never seen before in this jacket. And she runs out into the parking lot and steals the cop car. And so that's when we find out Miguel and the sheriff are related. And he's like, you know, I need the keys to your truck right now. And Miguel's like, I have to drive because I haven't fixed the clutch and nobody else can drive it. Yeah. I'm that, the only that, one who can drive that, that old, damn clutch. That old chestnut, like Biff. Yeah. <laughs> Biff Tannen. He's like, you know, I can only run this car. Only I can start this car. We get a, a chase. The kid's being really, really like giddy to just chase. Yeah. Like he's, he's kind of enjoying it. And they're the plan. Is, the plan, I think, is and he to goes, sh- well, show, shoot out her tires. Yeah. And he goes, I don't want to ruin the car, my car, the squad car. So he does that. But but I think he does that. He does. I think he wants her to like. They get close enough. He's trying to like give her like a warning shot, but he shoots the tires out anyways. Yeah, and like, but when that happens, she loses control, and like the tr- they basically have an accident, and it's kind of great the way this is drawn. Yeah, because they crash in front of an old dilapidated church. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I did not notice this until right now that she's on top of the car. We talk about over here. No other side. Give me that. Oh, it's a tree. From here, it looked like her. Oh, no, no, I knew that. Oh, I thought this was her, like, hunched over, like, squatting. I thought it was her ghost. Oh, 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 squat ghost. That would have been great. No, but so uh, I was wrong. This is a tree. But from a very, uh, where I'm sitting on a different couch than he is, so I can't. Trees, not ghosts, the Jen Stansfield story. Pretty much. Unfortunately, we always want trees uh, and ghosts, but we only get one. So when they crash, both... Uh, father and son go right through the fucking windshield and this kid's neck, like he must be dead. Well, he, right? does, he does die. Yeah. He has yeah. to be dead. Like his head's just like, yeah, no, the kid, it's, it's actually a really well drawn car it's, crash. And it's very violent. It's kind of great. It's a really great drawing. And so Cassie, like she's flying out of her car. I was kind of hoping she was crouched on the top. No, no, no. no it's she's just a, a tree. Just a tree. Also, their church has an X instead of a cross because this is like a non-Earth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. I was trying to think it was maybe it was just a, a lazy cross. You know, like it was, <laughs> We're so we – can't, we can't be bothered to put this upright. Yeah, they're just like, eh, it's yeah. up there. People, people, people get it, right? Sure. But, yeah, it's just a, just a lazy cross up there. Uh, but, yeah, so they um, – yeah, so that's how – that's actually how, that's how we end because – 
uh, next issue. Uh, even says here number. F- you know, we get a. I think the cover. I'm assuming it'd be the cover. Uh, and it's just shows Cassie and she's got some swirling stuff in front of her, probably those demons and blood on her hands. And we also get a letters page, but it's just, I think in general, like letters to cross gen and not so much. Well, no, it's for this particular one, actually. Uh, not yeah, it, it is. There, the, the first, I only read the very beginning of the first letter where it was like, dear comic book. I almost didn't pick this up because of, you know, my religious beliefs and the in and the strength of the yep, number six six six, but I'm really glad I did because this is a good book. Yeah, I kind of, kind of like the Satan group. <laughs> but the the letters page is called Going Postal. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if it's just endemic to this one or maybe just in general for the other cross gen books. Can I tell you something very exciting that I just saw? Oh yeah, please do. Uh, has nothing to do with this. Oh great. Well, we're done anyways. We're done. Uh, Xavier Woods has been a guest on Nobody's Watching Wrestling podcast which okay. is that podcast where they have drag queens who talk about wrestling was that like a youtube show it was but it's also a podcast interesting yeah they actually just came out they're coming out with a, a xavier woods action figure that comes with his uh video game championship belt oh neat which is actually kind of cool so by the way listen to the new day podcast new day feel the power that's something i work on that's also fun. by the way real quick uh for case of mind uh tights and fights uh, this past ep- the most recent episode they put out, Money Plane, is all about Money Plane. Yeah, and it's a probably if you're looking for a much better plot synopsis, mm-hmm. uh, you should check them out too. Yeah, uh, I would recommend. I would recommend just listen to them in general. They're a very good show. They are a good show, and you know what? I'm not really even a wrestling fan, and I enjoy Tights and Fights quite a lot. Yeah, that makes me. That makes I me also happy. feel like I should be on Tights and Fights. I think you should fit be in a well. guest because I feel like I would fit in very well with Lindsay and Danielle, especially when they start talking about dicks. Yeah. I'm and like, also, they're very they're very pro drag race sort of things. Exactly, so I'm like, up. this is literally all I talk about. How yeah. could I not be on this show? I, I've been on the show. <laughs> I have been on the show. <laughs> yeah, true, I was on the show uh, back in January. Yeah, uh, but Jesus, has it, it feels like you were on that show like five years ago. Yeah, because that's how far away January feels. That's it for this book. This is Route Six Six Six. Did you want to continue reading this? Actually, I wouldn't mind continuing to read this. I, I think it's kind of interesting. I like the art a lot. They have some really great, mm, you yeah. know, the art's really cool. Like I said, you know, Carl Moline, they're who, not uh, afraid of that, yeah. like violent shit going on in these books, which is kind of great. Um, I think the story is interesting, at least as, as much of it as I've seen. This is only what the third issue. Mm. So, I mean, if I ran across it again, I'd probably pick it up in it a did, dollar bin. It did run for 22 issues. So it's, that's a pretty good time. I mean, it's two years. You know, almost. So, yeah. you know, that's a pretty good chunk of uh, story you're getting there. I, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really enjoy this as much. It just felt like, it, it, maybe in this particular issue, I felt like not enough was going on for me to be interested to the point where, because I had to look it up to find out what was actually going on. I did, it just was like, okay, well, I get it. And I don't think I need to continue reading it. I probably pass on it. Anyways, uh, that's it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. Please find us on social media. I'm at Angry Hero Sean on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. Find the show on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever, and email the show at worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And please rate review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you get the show, and tell your friends about our 
podcast and uh, share links, whatever you want to do. Uh, hopefully I'll get to some more uh, action figure openings or maybe just talking about like I kind of wanted to do some recently and I just didn't get a chance to do it this past week. So, but I do have some stuff I want to talk about, like including what I thought was finalizing my Eclipso collection. Oh, you found another one? I had all the Eclipso figures, like actual, just action figures. I know there might be like figurines and shit like that, but I'm not going to really count those. Hmm. But they did have, so I got, the one I was looking for was the Justice League Unlimited, you know, just, you know, whatever, that kind of style. Uh And that one only, the, the Eclipso figure came with a bunch of other characters in like a like a pack and it's pretty rare it comes with like superman and batman no superman wonder woman and hawkwoman and the flash and all of them except for the flash are eclipsoed because it's based off of the episode eclipsed right which, which i'm surprised you didn't remember i don't remember it yeah it's i think i feel i want to say it's at the end of season two no I'm, i know i've seen it i just don't yeah it. it's it's you know it's it, it's you know, Eclipso again doesn't get enough love in the the media side of things. You know, he's got that part. He's got that in, you know a- entrance. He's also got that episode of Hellblazer or Constantine that he's you know he's sort of represented in. But uh, I wanted to get that figure though, and I finally found it after like a while of looking for it. It's been a while, and I was like, okay, I'm all done. But then I remembered that Lego put out they have like you know how they have oh, like the right they have like the superhero girls or whatever yeah. i forget what it's called but they have a one where it's like eclipso's palace because apparently a female version of eclipso i don't know if it's gene loring but a female version of eclipso is represented in this thing and i've seen it at the store once and i never got around it because i'm like saying i'm not a lego guy i mean i do like the lego games i like the stuff like that but i don't want to collect stuff so i have to get that or at least find the figurine or find it somehow. I don't know. Cause I don't really want to spend all that money and time and effort to get a Lego set that I only want for one minifig. Well, sometimes you can buy just the minifigs. I, have to I see- mean, if it was like the before times when you go to cons, they just sell minifigs. That's true. That's true. If you can go to cons, they do. There's They've a lot of places. Booths. Yeah. I wonder, actually that'd be, that'd be a good way. And some, some stores will sell them too. Yeah. I'll have to, you know, do some digging and see. I mean, I don't want to spend a lot of money on it because it's just a minifig. Yeah. You know, I shouldn't have to spend more than, I think my max would be $10, you know? But, you know, maybe I'll talk about my Eclipsos. I'll talk about uh, my completed Alpha Flight collection. Uh I completed the Alpha Flight. There might be a few others, too, uh, that I want to talk about. So it'll be fun. But that's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next time. Bye. Bye.